Today we start the actual second portion of Lekutei Amarim that is called Sha'ar Hayichud Amuna, which means the gateway to unity and to faith. And the Alter Rebbe writes that the purpose of this section is in order to understand at least a little bit that which it says in the Zohar. That the verse, the Pasik, Shema Yisrael, etc., refers to what is called Yehuda Ilah, which means a higher level unity. And the subsequent statement that we all make silently, Baruch Shem Kaved Malchusai, that refers to Yehuda Tata, a lower level of unity. In other words, the Zoyar is taking it as a given that there are two different levels of divine unity and obviously that needs to be better explained and understood because there's only one God and everything is one with God. So what does it mean that there are two levels? But there are two levels of divine unity and in order to better understand it at least a bit, here we begin with the first chapter. The first chapter is quoting a passage that we have in the portion of Vo'es Hanon in which Moshe Rabbeinu was telling all of us that Viodata Hayoim, we should know this day. And not only know, but furthermore, and we should take it into our hearts. That what? That Ki Elohim. That Hashem is Elohim, as we will further explain the meaning of the name of Hashem, the name of Havaya, the other name of God known as Elohim, this verse's emphasis that Havaya is Elohim, and where is Havaya Elohim? Continues the verse, Bashamayim Mimaal, in the heavens above, and also Vial Haaretz Mitachas, and upon the earth below, up and down, the passage concludes, Ain Oid, there is none other. So the Alter Rebbe begins to say that once we establish that in the heavens above ain't oid, would anyone even think that over here in this lowly world there is another, any other being other than Hashem, Havaya, which is Elohim? What's the emphasis of above and below? Why would they be different for you to say that both above and below there's Havaya Elohim? And furthermore, this fact that there is only one God same God on the heaven is the same God on earth. That's something that we can know with our minds. And it's self-evident, as we'll speak out later. Why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu has to emphasize, not only should you know, but you should also take it to heart. Why do we have to take it to heart? What difficulty is there in the heart that might not be opened initially to this knowledge that Havayahu Elikim? And to explain the above says the Alter Rebbe, based on a verse that we have in Tehillim, which says, Le'olam, forever, Hashem, O God, Devarcha, your words, Nitzav Bashamayim, they stand firm in the heavens, so quotes the Alter Rebbe, the teaching of the Baal Shem Tov, that God's word, the words that we have written in the Torah in regard to creation, these words are the words that actually create all that is, for example, the words, Yehi Rakia, let there be a Rakia, right, etc., as it says in the Pasuk. These very words are forever, Lo'olam, standing in the heavens, standing in the Rakia. That if Hashem's words would not be continuously spoken, 
spoken into existence, if Hashem's words, Yehida Kia, would not be, so to say, Kaviyochal articulated every moment, then the heavens, the Rakia, would automatically go back to be as the nothingness that they were before God created. In other words, creation has to be a perpetual, continuous effort, so to say, on behalf of God, and God uses His words in order to create, and it's not that God speaks those words once and the world continues to exist, but God has to continuously speak out these words in order for creation to continuously exist. And furthermore, says the Rebbe, this is not only a spiritual truth for the spiritual worlds, but even the mundane, the earthly world. And let's speak about a stone, right? The lowest part in the hierarchy of the physical universe that the stone has in it a spark, meaning also the word of God, which is continuously being spoken and thus the stone continuously exists. And the Altarebbe now quotes the Adizal that indeed says that even a stone, even earth that appear to be not living, who is there life in them? And what is the life that's in them? The spark of godliness in them are the words that God is continuously speaking and thus the stone continuously continues to exist. God willing, a lot more to be continued.